Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Passover isn't really over until we get to Shavuot. What connects the two feasts together is the counting of the Omer. It's a 50-day count, as it is written in Leviticus 23:15 and 16. And you shall count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheaf of the wave offering. Seven Sabbaths shall be completed. Count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall offer a new grain offering to the Lord. So here is the blessing spoken for each day of the counting of the Omer. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu Melika Olam Asher Kidshanu Mitzvotav Zivanu al-Sefirat Ha-Omer. Blessed are you, Adonai our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with your commandments and commanded us to count the Omer. Behold, I am ready and prepared to fulfill the mitzvah of counting the Omer, as it says in the Torah, you shall count from the eve of the second day of Pesach, when an Omer of grain is to be brought as an offering seven complete weeks. The day after the seventh week of your counting will make 50 days. Today is two weeks and six days, or the 20th day of the Omer countdown from Passover to Shavuot. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give Pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue reading through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion for the week, Akarai Mot, and it means after the death. Leviticus nineteen, twenty-one to 37 But he must bring to the entrance of the tent of meeting, as his guilt offering to Hashem, a ram of guilt offering. With the ram of guilt offering, the Kohen shall make expiation for him before Hashem for the sin that he had committed. And the sin that he committed will be forgiven him. When you enter the land and plant any tree for food, you shall regard its fruit as forbidden. Three years it shall be forbidden for you not to be eaten. In the fourth year, all its fruit shall be set aside for jubilation before Hashem. And only in the fifth year may you use its fruit, that its yield to you may be increased. I, Hashem, am your God. 
You shall not eat anything with its blood. You shall not practice divination or soothsaying. You shall not round off the side growth on your head or destroy the side growth of your beard. You shall not make gashes in your flesh for the dead or incise any marks on yourselves. I am Hashem. Do not degrade your daughter and make her a harlot, lest the land fall into harlotry and the land be filled with depravity. You shall keep my Shabbat and venerate my sanctuary. I am Hashem. Do not turn to ghosts and do not inquire of familiar spirits to be defiled by them. I, Hashem, am your God. You shall rise before the aged and show deference to the old. You shall fear your God. I am Hashem. When a stranger resides with you in your land, you shall not wrong him. The stranger who resides with you shall be to you as one of your citizens. You shall love him as yourself, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I, Hashem, am your God. You shall not falsify measures of length, weight, or capacity. You shall have an honest balance, honest weights, an honest ephah, and an honest hen. I, Hashem, am your God who freed you from the land of Egypt. You shall faithfully observe all my laws and all my rules. I am Hashem. Judges 13, 1 to 14, 20. Bnei Israel again did what was offensive to Hashem, and Hashem delivered them into the hands of the Philistines for forty years. There was a certain man from Zorah of the stock of Dan, whose name was Manoah. His wife was barren and had borne no children. An angel of Hashem appeared to the woman and said to her, You are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now be careful not to drink wine or other intoxicant, or to eat anything unclean. For you are going to conceive and bear a son. Let no razor touch his head, for the boy is to be a Nazarite to Hashem from the womb on. He shall be the first to deliver Israel from the Philistines. The woman went and told her husband, A man of Hashem came to me. He looked like an angel of Hashem, very frightening. I did not ask him where he was from, nor did he tell me his name. He said to me, You are going to conceive and bear a son. Drink no wine or other intoxicant, and eat nothing unclean. For the boy is to be a Nazarite to Hashem from the womb to the day of his death. Manoah pleaded with Hashem, O my Lord, he said, Please let the man of Hashem that you sent come to us again and let him instruct us how to act with the child that is to be born. Hashem heeded Manoah's plea, and the angel of Hashem came to the woman again. She was sitting in the field, and her husband Manoah was not with her. The woman ran in haste to tell her husband. She said to him, The man who came to me before has just appeared to me. Manoah promptly followed his wife. He came to the man and asked him, Are you the man who spoke to my wife? Yes, he answered. Then Manoah said, May your words soon come true. 
what rules shall be observed for the boy. The angel of Hashem said to Manoah, The woman must abstain from all the things against which I warned her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine, or drink wine or other intoxicant, or eat anything unclean. She must observe all that I commanded her. Manoah said to the angel of Hashem, Let us detain you and prepare a kid for you. But the angel of Hashem said to Manoah, If you detain me, I shall not eat your food, and if you present a burnt offering, offer it to Hashem. For Manoah did not know that he was an angel of Hashem. So Manoah said to the angel of Hashem, What is your name? We should like to honor you when your words come true. The angel said to him, You must not ask for my name. It is unknowable. Manoah took the kid and the meal offering and offered them up on the rock to Hashem. And a marvelous thing happened while Manoah and his wife looked on. As the flames leaped up from the mitzbayah, the altar, toward the sky, the angel of Hashem ascended in the flames of the mitzbayah while Manoah and his wife looked on, and they flung themselves on their faces to the ground. The angel of Hashem never appeared again to Manoah and his wife. Manoah then realized that it had been an angel of Hashem. And Manoah said to his wife, We shall surely die, for we have seen a divine being. But his wife said to him, Had Hashem meant to take our lives, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a meal offering from us, nor let us see all these things, and he would not have made such an announcement to us. The woman bore a son, and she named him Shimshon. The boy grew up, and Hashem blessed him. The spirit of Hashem first moved him in the encampment of Dan between Zorah and Eshtael. Once Samson went down to Timnah, and while in Timnah he noticed a girl among the Philistine women. On his return he told his father and mother, I noticed one of the Philistine women in Timnah. Please get her for me as a wife. His father and mother said to him, Is there no one among the daughters of your own kinsmen and among all our people that you must go and take a wife from the uncircumcised Philistines? But Samson answered his father, Get me that one, for she is the one that pleases me. His father and mother did not realize that this was Hashem's doing. He was seeking a pretext against the Philistines, for the Philistines were ruling over Israel at that time. So Samson and his father and mother went down to Timnah. When he came to the vineyards of Timnah for the first time, a full-grown lion came roaring at him. The spirit of Hashem gripped him, and he tore him asunder with his bare hands, as one might tear a kid asunder. But he did not tell his father and mother what he had done. Then he went down and spoke to the woman, and she pleased Samson. Returning the following year to marry her, he turned aside to look at the remains of the lion, and in the lion's skeleton he found a swarm of bees and honey. He scooped it into his palms and ate it as he went along. When he rejoined his father and mother, he gave them some and they ate it, but he did not tell them that he had scooped the honey out of a lion's skeleton. So his father came down to the woman, and Samson made a feast there as young men used to do. 
When they saw him, they designated thirty companions to be with him. Then Samson said to them, Let me propound a riddle to you. If you can give me the right answer during the seven days of the feast, I shall give you thirty linen tunics and thirty sets of clothing. But if you are not able to tell it to me, you must give me thirty linen tunics and thirty sets of clothing. And they said to him, Ask your riddle, and we will listen. So he said to them, Out of the eater came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. For three days they could not answer the riddle. On the seventh day they said to Samson's wife, Coax your husband to provide us with the answer to the riddle, else we shall put you and your father's household to the fire. Have you invited us here in order to impoverish us? Then Samson's wife harassed him with tears, and she said, You really hate me. You don't love me. You asked my countrymen a riddle, and you didn't tell me the answer. He replied, I haven't even told my father and mother. Shall I tell you? During the rest of the seven days of the feast, she continued to harass him with her tears. And on the seventh day, he told her because she nagged him so. And she explained the riddle to her countrymen. On the seventh day, before the sunset, the townsmen said to him, What is sweeter than honey? And what is stronger than a lion? He responded, Had you not plowed with my heifer, you would not have guessed my riddle. The spirit of Hashem gripped him. He went down to Ashkelon and killed thirty of its men. He stripped them and gave the sets of clothing to those who had answered the riddle, and he left in a rage for his father's house. Samson's wife then married one of those who had been his wedding companions. John one twenty nine to 51 The next day John sees Jesus coming unto him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, I am coming baptizing with water. And John bore record, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him. And I knew him not, but he that sent me to baptize with water, the same said to me, Upon whom you shall see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same as he which baptizes with the Holy Ghost." And I saw and bore record that this is the Son of God. Again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples and looking upon Yeshua as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Yeshua. Then Yeshua turned and saw them following and said to them, What do you seek? And they said to him, Rabbi, which is to say being interpreted, Master, where do you dwell? And he said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first finds his own brother, Simon, and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Yeshua. And when Yeshua beheld him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone. 
The day following Yeshua, we go forth into Galilee and find Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip finds Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses in the Torah and the prophets did write, Yeshua of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said to him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? And Philip said to him, Come and see. Yeshua saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, Whence do you know me? Yeshua answered and said to him, Before that Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God, you are the King of Israel. Yeshua answered and said to him, Because I said unto you, I saw you under the fig tree, you believe? You shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, Verily, verily, I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Psalm 102, 1-28 Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Hide not your face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline your ear to me in the day when I call. Answer me speedily. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as a hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I am like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. I watch, and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. My enemies reproach me all the days, and they that are mad against me are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping. Because of your indignation and your wrath, for you have lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that declines, and I am withered like grass. But you, O Lord, shall endure forever, and your remembrance unto all generations. You shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time is come. For your servants take pleasure in her stones, and favor the dust thereof. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth your glory. When the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. He will regard the prayer of the destitute, and not despise their prayer. This shall be written for the generation to come, and the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. For he has looked down from the height of his sanctuary, and from heaven, did the Lord behold the earth. To hear the groaning of the prisoner, to loose those that are appointed to death, to declare the name of the Lord in Zion and his praise in Jerusalem. When the people are gathered together and the kingdoms to serve the Lord, he weakens my strength in the way. He shortened my days. I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of my days. Your years are throughout all generations. Of old have you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They shall perish, but you shall endure. 
Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shall you change them, and they shall be changed. But you are the same, and your years shall have no end. The children of your servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before you. Proverbs fourteen, fifteen and 16 The simple believe every word, but the prudent man looks well to his going. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but the fool rages and is confident. Please enjoy this worship song, Holy Spirit, You Are Welcome Here, by Kim Walker-Smith.
the Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24-26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.